1: Welcome again, folks. This is episode 234 of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Elland. Glioma anaplastic is a brain tumor that comes from a type of brain cell called an astrocyte. It is estimated by the American Cancer Society that the percentage of people who live for five years after being diagnosed with this type of brain tumor is about 50% for those under the age of 44, and about 30% for those 45 to 54. Our guests today are Frederick Dang and his wife, Loanne, who used cannabis to deal with her brain tumor and had a baby two years ago. They join us from Montreal, Canada. Thank you both for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Hi. Hi. Can you take us back, uh, Frederick, to when your wife was first diagnosed with the brain tumor, what were some of the symptoms
2: um, the first, uh, real symptom was her seizure it was the first time having a seizure. We, uh, we were sleeping and, um, my uh, older son wakes me up and, uh, I turn around and she was having a seizure and then they rushed her we to the hospital, to the ER.
1: Luan, Loanne, do you remember that?
3: Uh, yes, I remember when I wake up and I see the people around and, uh, you know, I was surprised. I don't know what happened. And the people told me that I had the seizure and uh, I have to go to the hospital. So they uh, uh, at that time, I you know, I refused because I, I, I think I'm okay. But after that, I went to um, when they bring me down and I had the seizure again. But at that time, I was, uh, aware, you know, I awake. Mm-hmm. And I just talked to myself. I don't know if I speak. I said to the lady, just help me and help me. But my head just turned, you know, on the, on the left side. And, uh, yeah, just like that. And they bring me to the hospital. And they found the tumor. And I know already because uh, I have the doctor follow up.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And after, uh, you know, like two days, and they said to me, they have, I have the scan. And they uh, saw the tumor. Is getting bigger, and they told me that I have three, you know, like, they give me three options. So I have to take the pill for the rest of my life, or I do the, uh, you know, uh, the surgery, uh, the um, biopsy. biopsy. So, you know, like, I decide right away, because I just want to do the uh, surgery, because it's for my kid. you know, I don't know if, you know, like, I drive with my kids mm-hmm. to play, and then I start the scissors it's you know, it's not good for my kid. So that's why I said I want to do the surgery. What, uh,
1: what did you, how did you react when you knew that you had a, a tumor? What was that like?
2: Well, the, the first time uh, she, uh, she found her tumor in, the, in her head was in 2008.
3: Yes, 2008, because I just take the MRI for my ear mm. and there's something in my head. And they asked me to have to uh, do this again, and this uh, after that the word is tumor.
2: And then the doc, the doctor just uh, gave follow ups with MRIs. Mm-hmm. But then in uh, 2014, that was when the tumor was too big, and the, the her seizure episode happened in in the around June of 2014.
1: Oh, I see. So you had the tumor in two thousand and eight. It was manageable until two thousand and fourteen, when you had the seizure.
2: Yes, it was growing at a slow pace. Okay were then, you on
1: uh, Were you on any uh, medication from two thousand and eight to two thousand and fourteen?
3: No, I don't. I don't have any. I don't anything.
1: Okay. So, what's going through your heads when when uh,
5: things start to get worse like that in two thousand and fourteen? What are you guys thinking?
2: Well, it happened so fast. She had the seizure and they did, they, they, uh, did the operation.
3: Yes. Uh, at that time, I didn't think that I had the cancer. You know, yeah. like,
2: and uh, then we went home. We went home after the surgery, like uh, a week and a half after the surgery. Three weeks. Three weeks, I'm sorry. No, we went home. And then about a month later, we came back. And then the doctor then, he said, uh, uh, he told her she she had brain cancer. And then he, that we, uh, she had to start uh, chemo and radiation immediately, six
1: weeks. And what did you say to that?
3: I refused. And uh, I said, uh, now I'm okay. And maybe later on I will do it. But right now, I, I don't do anything. And I'm back home and I start up One week after, I go right away with the uh, uh, cannabis oil.
5: Now, did you know about cannabis oil prior to that diagnosis?
2: No, we uh, we did not know. We did not know that the cannabis has uh, had any properties, anti cancer properties. And then a friend, a good friend of us, told us that to look into cannabis. And I did on online, and then on uh, on your, your group, Corey's uh, Phoenix Tears. And we went on Facebook, we went on these groups, and we we learned from there. And then uh, we made the oil within, uh, not long after, we made the oil within a week or two weeks.
5: I remember talking to you back then. Um, That's a pretty daunting thing to make oil for yourself, especially for a a diagnosis like that with a brain tumor. Because you've got a young child at this stage, right?
3: Yeah. Yes, yes. How old was
5: your child then, a year and a half or something?
3: Two years and uh, two months.
5: Wow! And here you are with a brain tumor. Yes. So Fred, when you made the oil, you did. You, where did you source the material from?
2: Um. Well, to be honest, I just bought from a source mm-hmm. like that, a small amount, and then um, we. Uh, it was a high THC uh, strain. Okay. And then we watched um, the Rick Simpson. Uh, Two minute video on YouTube. He, mm-hmm. he shows you how to make the oil. So we did the same thing in our backyard. Great, and that was our first batch of oil.
5: So when you started taking that, were you? How much were you taking, and how often were you doing it?
2: Well, she was doing exactly like uh, the what uh, Mr. Simpson said. That gradually, every four days, you double up the dose. Start really with a uh, uh, tiny grain, yes, and then we moved up to. She moved up to
3: one point five or maybe two gram per day.
1: Yeah, how uh, how did it affect you, Loanne?
3: Well, when I take uh, the oil, I, you know, like just uh, one hour after, just I feel a little bit dizzy, and uh, like I drunk, and I take the water and the dip breast, you know after like a couple minutes and it's gone. It's not that not not that much, not worse.
1: So you were okay with taking that much. How many times yeah. a day did you take it?
3: Okay before I take like three times per day. And now I just uh, start like you know in the morning I start with C B D and at night just like four pie per night.
1: So it helps you sleep, helps yeah, you it helps you recover. Well, yeah. Now, what, uh, did you go back to the doctors at all to tell them what you were doing?
2: She gets follow-ups every yeah. six months. Yeah,
3: I went back and I just got the resort like uh, two weeks ago. Everything is uh, clear.
5: So this means you've now been clear for five years?
3: Yeah, five years. So, I so you're, uh,
5: you're at, as far as in the eyes of the Canadian Cancer Society, you're what they call cured. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you go five years. Congratulations on that. That's uh That's absolutely incredible to, to accomplish that with uh just with oil, no chemo, no radiation. Um and obviously you did other things as well as the oil though, correct? Yes. Do you want to go into that a little bit?
2: Uh if you want, I, I can uh, I can speak for her. Yeah, oh sure. sure. Okay. Uh we uh she did um well, it was uh, the whole uh, the whole point of her, uh, her eating, her diet, and all her intake was to make her body healthier and to be able to fight the cancer. So we were giving her uh, everything that is uh, vegetables that is uh, cancer-fighting. We would put that in a stew with maybe chicken broth. So you, you keep it in a slow cooker. She, she eats it every day. And then she would also uh, do twice a day drink smoothies of cancer-fighting fruits. Can you give some
5: um, examples
2: for people? Uh, Like the smoothie, we would put... the uh,
3: juice is always like APC juice. Okay, and uh, like APC, juicy. And I put the um, blackberry, blueberry, you need to make the smoothie. Strawberry, and strawberry.
5: Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what goes in with the chicken when you're doing the chicken broth? There, what goes into that? Uh, the chicken we put
2: uh, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, carrots, a little bit of uh, onions and garlic,
3: and even special sugar. I forgot this.
1: You Correct? have a, a special yeah. sugar
3: yeah the st-
1: stevia? Stevia? stevia 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 yeah, okay. sugar. yeah that
3: sugar. and even the um, the salt uh, the pink salt
2: pink, pink salt. salt
1: himalayan himalayan salt yeah but uh, yeah so
2: she, she was she would take two smoothies once in the morning and once in the evening and with her smoothies she would take supplements
5: what so, sort of th- what sort of supplements frederick
2: um, essential minerals, vitamins C, vitamins D, bromelain, uh, garlic extract. Um, what else?
3: Nano curcumin.
2: a uh, curcumin, turmeric, a bunch of, uh, turmeric. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And a couple more like that. And uh, also, uh, we would also do at home. Um, I mean, not at home, but we would follow up with a naturopathic doctor. Mm-hmm. She would uh, take her blood tests, so we would adjust her diet if there ever was like uh, if it was a normal. All the parameters.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So Frederick, the CBD that your wife was doing was that CBD oil from cannabis or hemp?
2: No, she she was doing THC oil.
5: THC oil, and so the CBD was derived from cannabis, also.
2: The CBD is just uh, recently that she, she started on CBD. Okay. So
5: basically, it was high THC that cleared her then?
2: Uh, yes. Okay.
5: Okay.
1: Now, what was... Go th- sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, I, I was... I was. <laughs> Ian started by in, and I should let him, but... No, I was just going to ask Loanne how she felt when she started changing her diet.
3: Uh, I feel great, actually. I, I feel... You know, I'm lost weight a lot, but I feel great. I'm healthy.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Fre- I do exercise, you know, like uh, every uh, every day almost like one and a half hour. Wow. Yeah, I run and I, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Frederick, do you have uh, basically the same diet as as your wife?
3: Uh
2: no, I we don't have time. So uh, I don't eat like her. But uh, I tried and it's really uh really healthy.
4: Mm-hmm. But
2: right now I'm, I'm I, I don't do it anymore. But when she started doing it, I did it for like a year. I did lost weight, and uh, it did make me feel better. So I was taking the same thing that she was taking.
1: Okay, Frederick, you got to get with the program. You got to you got to start doing what yeah, your wife is doing. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Luann,
5: yeah. what was it like to be uh, pregnant and doing oil? Did you con- did you carry on doing the exact same amount? Did you have concerns about whether this would affect the baby at all? Or did you just know that everything would be fine? Talk about that you know, a little bit, please.
3: You know, honestly, I, I was, you know, I, I'm confused. I don't know if I take in during the uh, pregnancy or not. Because, uh, but if... Do some research online. But I do the research. You know, after that, I but I still uh, worry about my baby. So I slowed down the, the dose, maybe point point three gram per night, just for at night.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: okay but if they are uh, if i don't have the cannabis oil i can tell you i cannot carry my baby because i threw up you know i went to the hospital off and on and uh, at that time i won for one week i didn't take it because i when i know i'm pregnant i didn't take it but for one week i'm very quick you know i threw off and even i cannot get out of the bed
5: yeah, we interviewed a woman who, who wouldn't have made it through her pregnancies uh, had she not been on oil. So this is interesting to hear this coming from you as well.
3: Yeah. And and one day, you know what, I decided I take it because uh, I don't have the pill for, you know, like uh, two and a half. Mm-hmm. So I worry I couldn't sleep. So I tried to take it, maybe just a half, uh, three, 0.3 gum. Mm-hmm. And uh, after, you know, like one hour, I can stand up, get out of the bed and eat like crazy. And you know, and I get back my power.
4: Good.
1: Yeah, I think there was a story that came out uh, this week saying that um, cannabis helps women with uh, morning sickness and other issues during pregnancy.
2: Well, we we, uh, we had uh, read the uh, story online and it was about uh, the Jamaican people. Mm-hmm. Is it making women, they, they, they would smoke cannabis to relieve their, uh, their pain mm-hmm. from uh, pregnancy? So it, it kind of helped us also to, to know that. And the babies were born healthy.
1: Yeah.
3: And yes, it's true. It's true. He's very healthy.
2: Our, our second son is very healthy, no health issues at all.
1: So, Luann, when you went to the doctor for your, every six months for your tests, and they could yes. see that you were getting better. Did you tell them what you were doing?
3: Oh, I, I, I was there. You know, the, for the second time, I told him, but he refused to know anything I, I, I did, and he, he just said that if you healthy, you okay. I'm happy for you.
1: He did not want to allowed, know, though.
3: Yeah, in, I'm not allowed to know anything.
1: And then when you were five years clear. Did they say anything else to you?
3: He just uh, smiled, uh, you know, and say uh, happy for me, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's fantastic that uh, you have done what you've done. I mean, you've cleared a brain tumor as well as given birth to a baby uh, on cannabis. You're healthy, the baby's healthy. And I think the medical profession should ask themselves: uh, What are we doing wrong that Loanne is doing right?
3: Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Do you talk to other uh, people who have uh, illnesses about cannabis?
3: Yes, I have uh, some of uh, people I, I, I know. Is, I try to, to have them and to talk with them, and I said I believe. Cannabis can, uh, you know, cure the cancer.
2: But uh, just to add, um, many people have come to us that uh, has have cancer because they heard our story, mm-hmm. and then uh, we try to point them in the right direction. But uh, it's it, it doesn't it's it's not easy, and uh, we've seen a lot of deaths from cancer around us since my wife's. Uh, Cancer. A lot of people come to us. We've seen uh, they've all died.
3: Nobody make it.
1: When you say it's not easy, uh, what do you mean by that?
3: Uh, I have uh, maybe four, or five uh, people I know, my friend, but they all passed away because uh, maybe they don't believe. That's it's hard to the, explain. The they do. They didn't do the right, you know, the the right things to do.
1: Yeah, it's very difficult to change the mind of people who will do whatever their doctor tells them.
3: That is not easy. easy.
1: Yeah. And it's surprising. I mean, Corey is an example. You're an example who have refused chemo and radiation and uh, put your faith into cannabis. And uh, in fact, Corey and I were talking about this just before uh, we started this interview that uh, it wasn't necessarily the fact that Corey knew cannabis would help. She was just...
5: I was too afraid to have scared radiation. Scared shitless was, of what? Yeah, that's what I said. I was scared shitless to have radiation. People often say to me how brave I was to choose cannabis, and it wasn't so much that I was brave. It was that I was so desperately afraid of having radiation that, that this was the alternative. And I think I always knew that if I was going to make it, this was going to be what did it for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you have the same feeling, Loanne, That that yeah. cannabis would uh, would would work for you?
3: Yes, yes. And now I believe. You know, before, like uh, after I got uh, diagnosed six, six months ago. After that, I don't believe, and I think I'm going to die. And whatever my husband he he did for me, you know, I. I don't want to refuse but I did it for him because I want him, I don't want to make him feel sad. I did it. But I don't trust. After a couple months, when I read it and I start to believe and I read more and more. And now uh, you know I say I believe.
1: <laughs> I yeah. bet you do. Here you are. <laughs> and Frederick she did it for you.
2: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's great. Now, if your kids, when they're teenagers, and come home and you know they've uh, smoked a joint, what are you going to say to them?
2: Uh, me personally, uh, I will sit them down and and talk to them. But it's not going to be the end of the world, but they have to understand what this plant is, what it is, is used for. And there's all sorts of properties of it, including getting high, but there's also other stuff. And just to educate them, uh, it's not... Uh, The plant is not something bad.
1: Mm -hmm. One of the questions we get asked all the time uh, is, how do do you make your own oil? When you made it for the first time, was it that difficult?
2: It was uh, not difficult. We had to follow the exact steps and do it outside because it was uh, dangerous with the fumes. And now today we have uh, the green oil machine that uh, we cook it inside and it recoups the uh, fumes. So uh, the alcohol is recouped and it's not dangerous. Uh, You
1: can do it at home. Yeah. How much do you make uh, per week? Any idea?
2: Um, Per week?
1: uh, Several grams?
2: Yeah, I would say several grams. Enough for her uh,
1: dosage. Frederic, have you ever taken it yourself?
2: I Yes, I have tried it, and it's really powerful. It, it knocks you out. <laughs> no, you can hear Luanne <laughs> laughing in the background yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I take a small amount, and I'm, I'm knocked out.
1: Yeah. yeah. And why are you laughing, Luanne? <laughs> yeah, because she takes a lot. She, she can take it.
3: I can take like, uh, you know, like for one time, like 10 or 10
2: or 20 grams, you know? They, yeah. It's like
3: Yeah, yeah. 10, 20 grains. 8 grains.
5: Yeah, I knew what she meant.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, Frederick. When I uh, took it for the first time, uh, boy, it was too much for me.
5: Well, it wasn't too much for him. What happened was I told him only take a tiny bit, and he did, but then he was impatient and he took some more, and that was his big mistake. <laughs> oh, that's
2: that was what happened to me, too. <laughs> exactly right. Oh, it's a guy thing, is it? <laughs> it's a guy thing. Oh, maybe
1: it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, we're, uh, we're not as bright as women. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fantastic that you are healthy, Loanne, and uh, your baby is healthy and your cancer is gone. It's really, really remarkable. I mean, you have such an inspiring story to tell people, and I think uh, it's really a testament to your determination to get healthy by doing an alternative treatment and also uh it's a testament to the power of of cannabis and what it can do to make people healthy it's great so what uh, what uh, are you going to have any more kids no,
3: no. <laughs> she's done <laughs> do enough for me <laughs>
1: it's enough for you no it's great we appreciate uh, your story, and uh, we want to thank you very much for telling it and sharing it with people all over the world.
2: Yes, thank you. You thank welcome. you
3: very much, and thank you to you, uh, Corey.
5: Oh, you're welcome. I'm just so uh, happy.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm uh, very happy, you know, to uh, to be here right now because you know I think uh, you you help me a lot. Uh, thank you very much. you're well, my you're, v- angel.
5: you're very welcome and um I'm sure glad you're here.
3: You are Andrew.
1: Oh, uh, thank you. That's wonderful. Thanks thanks to both of you.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Well, Corey, you saved another one. How many is that? I don't know. I really don't know. No. About fifteen hundred plus I Fifteen hundred. Yeah.
5: But I do remember when they came to me and I remember thinking, Oh
1: my god, here young mom brain tumor, you know. Yeah. But here, here we are, yep. five years later. And she's uh, relatively healthy, with the exception of doing the, um, the MRIs. follow-ups, MRIs. Yeah. yeah, that's great. We'd like to thank uh, Ron Zarr for uh, producing this program and generously donating the studio to allow us to record Cannabis Health Radio.
5: Yeah, we wouldn't be doing that right now if it wasn't for Ron. So thank you, Ron.
1: Thank you, Ron. And we'll be back next week with another edition of Cannabis Health Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you.